That the four things that I think are most important is to be tough on hardened criminals. The criminal justice system, you got to help out people. And I did this for years and years and years as a prosecutor. Probably 80 to 85 percent of the people that came through the uh, the DA's office and through my prosecution experience, they, they got help to get back on track. About 15 percent were just hardened criminals that didn't deserve to be helped. They needed to go somewhere where they could not be a danger to you and I. And so we took care of putting those people in that place. I will fight for victims' rights. I've been a vice president of Crime Fighters, the largest victims group in the state, and dealt with victims all across the state uh, and, and helped them uh, navigate the criminal justice system and, and soothe their broken and aching hearts from their losses. And so I would continue to do that. I'd promote the early intervention program, and I would always, always, always be pro-life, pro-gun, and pro-Louisiana and fight for all your constitutional rights. So if you want somebody like me that has a tough on crime background, I think uh, you'd be well suited to join our team. And uh, I would be honored to have your vote on October 14th. This message is authorized by the campaign to elect Marty Mayer, Attorney General. You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with the day. This is Brothers Just Searching. How you doing, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Brothers Just Searching, where we're talking about God's word and current world events to educate and to edify believers of Jesus Christ. I'm Isaac Hayes, along with Bowen Roban and Anthony Hayes. Tonight, we don't we don't have Aubrey Box. Uh, Aubrey had to study for an event that's coming up, so he is excused to do the work of the Lord. Good excuse. Good excuse. Good excuse. Bowen, you're back. <laughs> Hey, you look like a you look like a uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bro, it's having hey, a glorious hey, interest right hey, there. Hey, hey uh, there, there was nothing in that coffee, huh? There was no. I'm giving some behind the scenes stuff. When Bowen makes coffee, I even see things. Cool. You see, gee, we normally, me and LB or Aubrey, we put like twenty. We put. <laughs> I like see five. things behind behind Isaac. You don't see. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. So, so going back to that, though, going back Spirit, to that, though, huh? look, you know us, me, Aubrey, and LB, we go ahead and we uh, we put maybe like three, four uh-huh. scoops of coffee. Uh-huh. We tell you, Bowen makes coffee. Bowen makes coffee to make your hair grow. It, it, it's kind of like the Three Stooges, the hair. Oh, yeah. Hey. Ten, yeah. 10, 15 scoops, easy. I, I, I put at least five, six scoops in there. Yeah. Cool. There must have yeah. been some big scoops. Oh, yeah, they were full, buddy. Hooping over. <laughs> they looked like Mountain Chain Helen when I poured it in there, bro. It, I got to stop it, drinking it, that coffee. It, it, it's one of those drinks where you have no hair on your chest when yeah, you finish drinking. <laughs> That's fertilizer for your hair, man. That's fertilizer. Well, when it don't work, you don't have no hair on your head. No, man, hair on man, your no head. of course not. I kill it. <laughs> <laughs> he got that. He got that. You got, got that, uh, oh, what's that, uh, that, that roundup? That roundup, yeah. yeah. Got roundup on the head. It's called a blade. You see them people didn't see this beautiful bald head in a while. You know, you gotta let that thing show a little bit, you know? Oh, and, man, man, you weren't here yet last week. We roasted you, bro. Y'all roasted me? Oh, yeah, 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 dude. Golly. I bet yeah. you the roasting was good, huh? Yeah, Yo, I mean, I mean we, we just they, like they even judged bar- you. They, they put barbecue sauce on me, bro. <laughs> they would eat me like a, like a, like a, Hamburger sandwich. We, we we were cooking you like they did uh, like a roast, you know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we had you on the open fire. Oh. They were turning me every 
every 24 hours. And then, and then, and then we put sauce over your ass and we turn you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. People are going to have a good time when they what? watch that episode. Oh, I guess so. I didn't Bruh, even... hold on a second. Did Uh-oh. you watch my interview with Kevin Sarbo? Uh-uh. Bro, I met Hercules, man. You did? You oh, hey, matter of fact, I saw one of his shows on uh, Facebook today. One of well, his Hercules he was on, shows. Uh, he was on Fox News this afternoon, uh-huh. man. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we watching Fox, <laughs> and my dad, my dad goes, Isaac, Isaac, your buddy, your buddy. <laughs> he was coming on the next segment oh. for Fox. Uh-huh. And I saw one of his movies today. I didn't watch it, but I saw Passing Scroll. Passing yeah, through. Scroll, scroll yeah, through. Yeah, yeah he, they show one of his episodes. Yeah, yeah. he got that new book, uh, Conquering the Lion, Lionhood. Uh, from Brave Books, and then he also has the new movie coming out, Miracle in East Texas, October 29th and 30th. Is that a true story? Yep, based oh. on a true story about two con men to get arrested and they find oil. What? But they find Jesus first. Ah, very interesting. We so, have to go check it out. Based on the true story, so. Yeah, we have to go check it out. But, but yeah, Bowen, you didn't go watch it? You don't watch none of my political stuff. I see who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't watch political stuff. I get sick when I listen to it. Mm-hmm. Me I too, run, but I, I got to talk about it. I, I run to the bathroom and I puke for about 10 hours. And <laughs> now I ain't got nothing left in my stomach. <laughs> and just think, that's talking about the Republicans, not the Democrats. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I really get sick dead. Then I don't eat for, for three weeks. Oh, man. <laughs> So I guess you're never going to be a guest on the Cajun Conservative. I'll never be a guest. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I don't want to. I, 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 I don't want the poison that comes from it. <laughs> you got to do all that research. Yeah, yeah, You pull yeah. out a little bit of yeah. hair you got left. I'll, I'll pull off the ears too if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like three stools just <laughs> pulling the hair up. But anyway, we uh, missed you last I, week. I, I don't care about politics, dude. I, I really don't care about that stuff. That yeah. that that does that it gets under my skin, and then my nerves get really, really tense. <laughs> and you and get all itchy. And, then, and I get itchy, yeah, and then, yeah. then my mouth starts doing funny things, and my <laughs> eyes go... <laughs> and, and then it bounces in your eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, my eyeballs. Ding, 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 ding. It, look, it, it looks like a ding-dong machine. <laughs> a ding-dong? Me a ping-pong machine? A ping-pong machine. Or a ding-dong machine. Whatever you want to call well, it. It's ding-dong. <laughs> right. It's ding-dong. Uh, anyway, before we get into our topic, I would like to go ahead and give a shout-out to Give a Derm. Give a Derm is a terminology uh, company out of Tennessee. It is a all-conservative, all-women, woman-led company. Company and they are a, a great company in uh, that 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 works with uh, skincare products and soaps and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife introduced me the other day to the facial treatments that they do. I don't think it improved <laughs> that much, but it made my skin look. Uh, it made my skin feel softer, you know. Hey, uh, the soaps real good. And what's good about this product is is all <laughs> natural product, Ooh. but it's all the packaging, guys. It was amazing when when we got the. When we got the package here at BJS Media, uh, uh, Boogie, you remember you were there. It had fragile all over it. And I'm like, fragile? Why they got fragile? This is, mm-hmm. you know, this is skincare, ter- dermatology mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. products. All glass bottles, dude. They went all out on the product. And that, that just shows that they really care about their customers to give a a great product and great packaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife, uh, st- Donna's still using the lotion at school. Uh, a lot of the teachers go and they, uh, they grab a little bit of it. Uh, but uh, in the link at the bottom, uh, you can go ahead and shop all their products. You can also use our promo code BGS Media 10 uh, and you'll get 10% off your products. So go ahead and give 
you go ahead and check out Givaderm. Uh, great product, man. All natural product. So, real good. so when they mean natural, that means you know no steroids, you know. Well, no nothing. chemicals, no chemicals. <laughs> no chemicals. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing. So, so a lot of and uh, talking to Miss Julian, she uh, she informed me a little bit. We're we're planning on having her on the show. I need to get with her mm. and schedule time. Uh, she the way she said it, a lot of dermatology products have chemicals in it, and when you apply it to your skin, it goes straight to your bloodstream. Oh, so it can hurt you. So you know, and this is their model. They say if you can't eat it, you shouldn't put it on your skin. And they uh, and they tell us that their products they don't recommend it, but they say, mm-hmm. look, you can eat this product and you won't get sick. Oh wow! So that that's their that's their that's and look that's that's a good thing to do. You you want an all natural product. God mm-hmm. made it that way. Yeah. So yeah. you know, but yeah, but when you when you say when they say all natural is all natural products, mm. everything from God's green earth. Wow. Great product. We need to go go ahead and check it out. Yeah, man. Go, go check, check it, it out. out. Definitely. Sure. And but you know, you go check and help them, it helps us out. Yeah, it helps us out. It so. helps both sides out. Yep. But uh I, I, I got something that I want to do before we get started, please. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got a little guy at, at school that his name's Robert. Uh-huh. He's the one that does Sheila Fate. Me and him been talking a lot, you know, about the Lord and about things of the Bible. Uh-huh. But a while, not too long ago his brother Got into a head-on collision. Oh, that's not good. Oh. Real bad. Mm. Real bad. He's got a broken leg. He, he really messed up real bad. He needs wow. prayer. Uh, wow. and, and what I want to do, I want to pray for him. I, I told Robert I would on the podcast tonight. Okay. That, okay. That we okay. pray for him. Mm. Uh, you got to keep your word. It's not mm-hmm. just his his brother. Mm. Most of his family has been into head-on collisions. Just about all of them. His mom, his dad, his, his grandmother. And, you know, they all been in those kind of collisions. Yeah. But his brother's really in bad shape, man. And yeah. I just want to lift him up in prayer tonight because I told Robert I would. Father, we come to you, and I lift up Mike, Michael to you, Lord God. And I ask you, Father, where, what, whatever he's in, whatever pain he's in, whatever, whatever circumstance he's in, whatever's wrong with his <laughs> body, Lord God, I ask you, Father, you are the miracle-working God. You are the one that can touch the body. You are the one that can heal that body. You know every part of his body and how it's put together. And I ask you, Lord, that you touch him where he's at right now. Take away the pain and heal him, Lord God, that he can recover quickly and be back on his feet, Lord God. The doctors say it will be four to eight weeks before he can walk on his leg. Father, you can heal that leg to where it will be two weeks or three weeks or even a week. You can heal that leg, Lord God, where he can walk and he can get back to his normal life. Father, I lift him up to you right now and ask you in the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus that he is healed as of right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So with that being said, also, we are a, we are a church. We are a podcast that believes in healing power. So the gifts of the spirits are still in effect. Uh, one more thing before we go. Go ahead and check out our BGS Media Store. Boog, you're wearing a shirt right now, and we got we all got some shirts. Some of us not wearing it tonight, uh, but mm-hmm. go ahead and check out our media store, BGS Media. Mm-hmm. Uh, com mm-hmm. and look at all our products we have this this helps us out this gets us funds into the account uh, into mm-hmm. bgs media and also we have the cash app link at the bottom if you want to go ahead and give us an offering so, yes and you can buy cheap gasoline 
<laughs> Where? <laughs> you talking politics right there? Where? Well, you got my conservative blood up now, man. Wait, 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 wait a minute, cheap gasoline? Where? Tell me. <laughs> Bro, you know, I know we're running late. I know we got all the promotions or whatever. But uh, but brother Black he told me a story the other. He said he remembers gasoline being <laughs> fifteen cents a gallon. Wow. I remember gasoline being at fifty cents a gallon. Wow! Wow! I believe, I I I remember when cigarettes were fifty cents and seventy five cents a pack. Well, we don't. Uh, we don't <laughs> I'm glad that's high. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. telling you. Yeah. I used to buy a pack of cigarettes for under a dollar, man. I should, I should remember when air was free. Yeah, <laughs> I remember when I, yeah. I remember when water was free too. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, by the water, you know? uh, the water. You can go to get some water bucket deals, That's and it right. was all yeah, yeah it was um, all free. My daddy mm-hmm. had a well. He had a well drill. And, and I know we're gonna get into our topic after I say this story. I remember watching the Waldens the other day, and it was like fifteen. Uh, I think it was like fifteen. 16 oh, and cents he said they're robbing yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he goes, "How much your gas?" And that guy goes, 15 cents a gallon." That's that guy highway goes, robbery. Yeah, he goes, man, that's highway <laughs> robbery. I'm like, boy, you don't want to see today. Yeah. You don't want to see today. And the only reason why it was high like that and. and because of the war, I tell yeah. you what. Yeah. I tell you what. I'm glad I bought the car that I did because that thing gets 42 miles to the gallon. My little truck I, does pretty good. My, hey, I can go two weeks on a tank of gas. Two, wow. two weeks because it runs on gas and it runs off of the battery at the same time. Oh, what? so you got one of them semi-electric cars? Oh. Uh, no, it's not. It's not electric. <laughs> it, it's a it's a hybrid. Hybrid, but it does run off of the battery once in a while, and the battery. You see, when it charges up, when the battery charges up enough, sometimes it don't use the gas. It'll use the battery to run. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. So it's eight on miles. You ready to get into the good word yes. of the, the yes. Lord? Yes, we might as well. So, so we got to catch up on what we talked about. And yeah. also the audience, if this is your first time listening, we are going to be talking about the revelation of Jesus Christ. Uh, Brother Swagger and them, who we follow, call it the message of the cross. Others call it Christ and him crucified. So, uh, but this is a message we do believe in. And we mm-hmm. believe that what we're going to be talking about tonight is when Paul got the revelation of the message of the cross. Uh, and this all started out from last week. Uh, LB brought us a topic to talk about. It was Paul's conversion and his message after. Mm. And Boogie, if you, if, well, if you watched the show last week, if the audience mm-hmm, watched mm-hmm. it, uh, that, that, that conversation just, it, yeah, went, it, it flowed went, really well. It flowed really well. But we were talking about Paul's conversion, um, you know, how he was a scholar of the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. He knew how, the law. He knew the law, and uh, he had that 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 traumatic experience. Well, we'll say traumatic experience. It probably was a mm-hmm. blessing for Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul was at that time with Saul was on the road to Damascus, and God revealed Himself to him. And we talked about him being saved. Did he get saved when Ananias walked in? Well, we discussed that, and we talked about his journey until he until he came off the wall in Jerusalem on the basket. And this is where we're going to come to because at that time, Paul went ahead and left Jerusalem and the brothers, well, he, I think he went back to Damascus. He was teaching and preaching and the brothers sent him to Tarsus. And for eight years or so, now Galatians says um, three years, it was a total of 14 years. Mm. So the timeline between eight to 14 years, Paul was sitting in Tarsus. Mm-hmm. And Paul has something, something happened to him at that event. And we briefly talked about it on our Romans series, the struggle between law and grace, Romans six, seven, and eight. We might, we have it in my notes here. We might bring that up 
excuse me uh, as well but um just to talk about that and and that's where we we, we're going to start at that message and look guys let, let's talk about this a little bit paul did do some teaching and preaching in the book of acts uh because he preaches christ after he was saved uh he went to jerusalem and he uh verse 20 of chapter 9 of the <laughs> book of acts it says immediately he preached the uh, preached christ in the synagogue that he is the son of god to all who were heard were amazed and said is not this he who destroyed those who killed uh, who called on the name of the Lord in Jerusalem and has come from for, uh, come here for that purpose so that he might bring them bound to the chief priest but saw increase and all more in strength and co-found confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus proving that the Jew that Jesus is the Christ so as we said Paul had that dramatic change so Paul was preaching but it's funny how the Lord directed the brothers in Jerusalem say hey Go back to your hometown. We don't know how mm. long, but to go back to your hometown. And I want to start right there because a lot of, we briefly talked on it last time. A lot of believers get saved. And I've seen this a number of times. Brothers and sisters get saved and they have a heart for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they want to do is jump on the stage. Mm. They they want to go and lead worship. They want to go ahead and preach. They want to go to street ministry. They want to go ahead and and do and look. I, I remember t- counseling a young guy a while back. He was getting married and stuff like that. And then, like <laughs> I said, he didn't have to listen to me, but I just gave him some advice. I said, "Look, you're married, man." I said, "Take about a year. Don't do nothing with ministry." And he gave me a pair of eyes. Mm-hmm. I said, "No, you know, talk to your wife." Get to know your wife. You know, mm-hmm. do the things married couples do that first year. Just mm-hmm. just go ahead and spend time. And I think that's what a lot of Christians do wrong. And I want to get y'all thoughts on this, guys. A lot of Christians, they get burned out because they put themselves in ministry. Mm-hmm. And they don't know nothing about me. They don't know. They hardly know nothing about the word. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think Paul did right going back to his hometown and there we're going to see where God, what Christ either gave to himself or he sent an angel. We don't know. We're going to oh, talk about Holy that later. Spirit. The Holy Spirit revealed unto Paul, changed the whole gospel. Well, not the whole gospel. It was the gospel, but it was the New Testament. He, he it, 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 was, it was for the Gentiles. God used Paul greatly, but he had to have that message of Christ and him crucified. So let's open up with that, guys. What do you think mm. about Paul just getting off there and going away? Just to study God's word. Well, there's some. It's okay if I talk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if I didn't want to try to cut Bo, off. got some. I see yeah, Bowen yeah. already got some. So we're gonna say the best for but last. The, the thing is, though, most people believe that when he left Damascus, he went, you know, from the basket and he escaped. Because you notice you don't hear silent for a little while on Pastor Paul. Yeah, you don't hear nothing he's not, from He's it. not there for two chapters yeah, in the book of Acts. Yeah, until, uh, I think it's Barnabas. Well, well, it's even, it's Bar- even, was it Barnabas that went and go get him? Yeah, oh, Bar- yeah. Barnabas went and get him, but, uh, yeah. but, but you got to remember uh, in Galatians. But there's a gap that's like missing for a little while. So a lot of people speculate where did Paul go or what he was doing all those years. Some people have two theories. Some people uh, speculate that he went back to his hometown and he you know he was doing research in the scriptures and stuff 
one way or another, or there's another theory that he went to Arabia. I don't know where people so, so, get so, that, but so so according to yeah. the Book of Galatians, chapter two, and which is funny, our youth group is studying Galatians right now. Oh wow, so yeah. that's why I know a lot of these scriptures. Um, <laughs> chapter two, verse one. Then fourteen years after, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas and took Titus with me also. So Paul did not get back into ministry, or at least didn't get back to Jerusalem. 14 years there is some scholars i think they say it's like eight years he was in there before barmas went get him yeah so it took eight years uh-huh before he even got back into the ministry wow so but but this I, is the timing yeah. of god the, yeah the call of god and that's why i tell people when i counsel them mm-hmm. be patient yeah a lot of people want to rush into that but when we see yeah. how you know how many people we've seen through ministry how they're like oh i got saved yesterday god called me to preach Great. No. Get me up on the pulpit. No, 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 ah, no, no. Hold on. And, and, this, <laughs> is where, time to and learn. this is where I come mm-hmm. to the point with a lot of Christians. They like to point out Paul. Like, and look, Paul was an apostle. He was a great man of God. But they look at him as a super Christian. Like, Paul got saved. And that's it. Paul went on to the mission field. Paul had to spend eight years. Mm-hmm. Look, let's, let's even go to the disciples, guys. Mm-hmm. The disciples spent three and a half years with Christ. And they understood everything. And, and they didn't understand everything. That's why mm-hmm. they were ready. They were ready for, on the day of Pentecost. But they had three and a half years of stand, of of, of walking with the master teacher. And, and what you got to realize. And you got to realize, too, like, if you read, Apostle Paul, um, I'm sorry, Peter and all the other disciples... They talk more about the resurrection than they did really about the cross. If you look at in the beginning, their focus was really mostly on the resurrection. So you could tell that they didn't even get, they didn't understand really. Until Paul. Yeah, until Paul. That's where Galatians 2 comes into play, and we're Mm -hmm. going to be talking about it later on. But boom, give us your thoughts on that, man. what you think? (laughs) He's primed. He's ready. No, I'm not priming ready. Like I said, I didn't study. I was just reading some stuff in here. But I don't want to backtrack. Well, this is this is more this is more of conversation. I, I so don't go want ahead. to backtrack. I, you know, I hate to backtrack, but I want to go back when he was on the road to Damascus, where he saw Christ in all his glory, and then the scales fell upon his eyes, and he was blind. And then Ananias went and meet him, and those scales were lifted up, and he was filled with the Holy Ghost. Now we got to wonder, where did Paul? Get the message that he preached to the Gentiles. Well, well then this is what we, we're going to we go gotta, into. We, we got to ask ourselves, where did Paul get that message? Paul wasn't with Christ. You got to remember that. Paul yeah, was not right. with Jesus for three and a half years. Paul didn't walk with Jesus for three and no. a half years. Like the other disciples okay? did. The mm-hmm. other disciples, they walked with him. Right. But there's something there, you know, and, and I was just thinking about that. It was kind of going through my mind. I believe when Paul got filled with the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. when he got filled with the Spirit of God, y'all said there was a section that was missing. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Paul wasn't heard of for a good section, which you're right. He wasn't. I believe Paul went, hide himself, went somewhere else, or went back to where he came from, mm-hmm. and let God minister well, to and, him, and, it's, and, and taught him the Word of God, and taught him well, the message is, of the cross. Well, this is this is where we was coming to the point, though, Bo. Like, because, man, we talked about Christians, Paul, the apostle, the great man of God, he persecuted. Had to, he had to. He had to separate himself. I know that that's to learn saying. this. But that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. This should be an example to other believers that that are filled. They're called to ministry. And look, make sure you call to ministry. I like how Kevin yeah. Wallace says that. He says there's a lot of young people come up to him and says, I, I'm, I believe I'm called to preach. <laughs> he said, make sure. Yeah. And they look at him like, 
you a preacher? You're telling us to make sure? He said, no, make sure. Yeah, he said, cause... because this is one. Of, it, this is not an easy life. He said, one man told Kevin Wallace one time, man, I would like to have your job. All you do is stand up for two hours and preach, and you're off for the rest of the week. He said, off for the rest of the week, no. I wish. No, there's a in lot ministry, of work. In yeah. ministry, look, just this small podcast, guys. Mm-hmm. You know how much work? Yes, a lot of LB, studying. myself, mm-hmm. y'all guys, y'all put in. Mm-hmm. It's it, Look, and we're small scale. Yeah, we're not a podcast that goes every day. We one day we're hoping we're that hoping. we could do this every day and do a continuation of a Bible study of every book, like the Message of the Cross and Brother yeah. Swaggy do. Yeah, but guys, just one day a one week, day the a prep week. that we have yeah. to go ahead. That's with working. That's with doing other shows. That's with mm-hmm. doing jobs on the side. That's mm-hmm. it's it's not easy. But it's not was... easy. But then, bro, that's what going to the point though. Paul himself, the great apostle. Had to separate himself, and that's why I believe, as believers, we should because, go ahead and take our time because and make sure that what we're teaching is right, and go separate and say, "Lord, prepare us." Yeah, because you know, Paul separated himself from everybody. I might be going ahead a little bit, but you got to remember when he came back to the apostles, when he came back to meet them, they didn't think he was an apostle. Oh no, no, they Barnabas had to Bar- come. Kind of Barnabas them. wasn't even mm-hmm. there yet. But Barnabas stepped in at the time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because the other apostles, they, they said, this man killed Christians. This man had Christians killed. Yeah, Roman. You know? uh, he was nine. standing in the, in, in, in the group when, when Stephen was killed in stone. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, you got to understand something. Paul came down a hard road to get where he was as an apostle. Right. You know? right he right. followed a hard road. Then Barnabas stepped in. I think he. I think he walked with Barnabas for a while. But Him and according, Barnabas well, traveled together for a while. According to Acts nine twenty six, and when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, and he did not. They did not believe he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, and he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road, and that he had spoken to him, and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. So he was with them at Jerusalem, coming in and going out, and he spoke boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus, and dispute against the Helotans. But they attempted to kill him, and when they, when the brother found out, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him back to Tarsus. So that that's what you're talking about right there. Barnabas had to. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. We talked about this last week, Bowen. Um, uh, come on, this is like <laughs> this is like a persecutor, a mind day prosecutor, persecutor going to the Church of China and said, "Hey, I got saved." You kind, you kind of be, you kind of be hesitated too. You get bit. what I mean? Yeah, yeah right. I mean, so, you gotta be so, careful. Yeah. So be- that that's where that's where that came at. But I wanted to bring that point out to to the audience and to <laughs> anyone that's listening. If you think you're in ministry, don't hurry up and try to get on the pulpit. Don't okay. try to hurry up and do something. Take time. To I'm Take your time. I'm gonna share something with the audience. Okay. Um, I don't think I don't think I'm ready to preach yet in a church, and I, I'm not gonna ask somebody to preach in a church. But on this podcast, you know, personally, that's me now. That's not everybody else. Me being on this podcast gives me the chance to learn the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Gives me a chance to gain knowledge of mm-hmm. God's Word. And plus all the other readings I do, I have a thousand books at home that I read. <laughs> but that, that's beside the point, you know. Don't feel I, bad. I got three of them I'm reading I, right I'm now. I'm not, you know, and, and, and I'm not in a rush to get behind a pulpit and, 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 and preach, you know, the gospel. I'm not in a rush. You know, hey, look, look, don't get me wrong. You know? Paul, Paul went out. Paul started preaching. Paul started talking about his testimony. Well, yeah, Paul. But, Paul but, shared his testimony before, a lot before Paul went into the mission field. 
he was separated and he had to get the, this revelation that we're going to be talking about tonight mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I'm I'm just you know I want to bring that out to people Cause look, let's use that point just imagine if Paul wouldn't have listened to the spirit or the apostles and just went on his way Paul was dealing, and we get this from Romans 7, Paul was dealing with the law and grace. Mm-hmm. He was dealing with the struggles of sin because, uh, you know, uh, well, let me see where it's at. Uh, there, uh, verse 4, Therefore, my brother, you have also become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who raised him from the dead, and to be fruitful, God. For we who were in the flesh, the sinful passions which was aroused by the law, were at work in our members to bear fruit. But now we have been delivered from the law, having died to what we were held by, so that we should serve in the newness of the Spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. That's Paul's first part, 4 to verse uh, Six in Romans 7 but if you go ahead and start reading if you go back to uh, verse 15 this is what Paul was talking about for what I am doing I do not understand for what I would to do that I do not practice but what I hate that I do and if then I do what I would not do I agree with the law that it is good but no, now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. Paul was having an issue between law and grace in verse uh, Romans 7. Imagine if Paul wouldn't have separated himself and got that revelation. Imagine if he would have said, look, I'm going on the pulpit. I'm going to preach. And Paul had this issue. Paul maybe would have came to understand, well, it's law, 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 like a lot of our brothers and sisters in Christ teach. Mm-hmm. And it would have been, he, Paul would have been in bondage. Paul maybe would have been a false uh, false uh, teacher as he was talking in the book of Galatians chapter 1. Mm-hmm. See, and this is the importance of waiting on God mm-hmm. for God to reveal himself to you. Mm. And you got to understand about Pastor Paul. Like, I heard one minister say this, and he's right. I never thought about that before. You know, Pastor Paul, if you read his writings, it's totally different than even the apostles. Like, for example, when they talked about the cross... The way, if you read the way Peter talked about it, I think it's in uh, the book of Acts chapter 2 when he talks in the day of Pentecost, when he tells the people about, hey, y'all crucified, he talked to the Jews, they were pricked to the heart when he says, you know, y'all killed Jesus of Nazareth, who y'all slew upon a tree, and the way th- the way he did it, he was like making Jesus more of a like, not a martyr per se, but more. Well, he, they were showing, more, they were showing what the, the, the price of sin really was. Right, right. And how like, ugly sin was. Like, and like the, the victim price. of sin. You got to realize yeah. something too with Paul. Now, look, I'm not saying that, that Peter, James, and John, they, they did have a salvational testimony. Yeah. But Paul came from a different background too, yeah, Boogie. Yeah. Paul yeah. came from persecuting the church. Yeah. Because we talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 disciples walked three and a half years with Christ. Mm-hmm. They had the master teacher. They didn't persecute Christians. They didn't mm-hmm. persecute nobody. Mm-hmm. Paul, on the other hand, had to learn grace mm-hmm. and freedom from condemnation. That's why he says Romans uh, 8, 1, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk, after the, uh, walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Mm-hmm. He had to learn there was no condemnation because, look, Bo, when you mentioned earlier, this man held the coats of the men that threw the stones. Yes, yes, yes. On Stephen. Could, and look, could you imagine, Paul, because there's a place where the Bible says that he has a thorn in his side. I honestly I, that, that's think, what I think that too. was something mm-hmm. mental because he... Mm-hmm. Th- he Think about it. You know, he's preaching the gospel. Yeah, he had flashbacks. He had flashbacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he had mm-hmm. to... He, Paul came from a different standpoint of the message because... He was on the more lines of grace. Look, I experienced the grace. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the disciples didn't feel it, but mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, they came from a di- 
It was, it was kind of like somebody growing up in church and somebody that's coming off the street and gets saved. Yeah, it's a whole different. You notice different. they're totally different in their message. Yeah, yeah. But when you're, you, you're, your approach to salvation is a lot different <laughs> than ours because we grew up in church. You came from the world. Yeah, so right, so right. that's I that think that's sense. where you know Paul uh, Bowen probably have a more perspective of grace because now I'm not saying like I said Boogie because that's for the audience. Anybody grew up in church and had a salvation experience, you and I had it. Mm-hmm. We, we 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 love our salvation, but we come to the point look, Christ died, He rose again. We know about grace and thank God for His grace. But somewhat, uh, Jesus even said it the best way. You know, as much as forgiven, much as received. Mm-hmm. That's how, you know, we, we didn't grow up in the world. We mm-hmm. grew up in a Christian family. Mm-hmm. But someone that comes out the world, they understand that grace. Wow, mm-hmm. I was a sinner. I'd done all this mm-hmm. stuff, but Jesus saved me by his grace. And I think that's where Paul was coming at mm-hmm. in his writing. He was a little bit more passionate on that. One minute, Bo, go. I think Paul taught more of how to live mm-hmm. by what Christ did on the cross for us. Living the cross life. Living the cross out in your life, mm-hmm. you know. Or what you said, Isaac, a lot of people believe Paul was backslidden or Paul wasn't saved at the time. That yeah, it's went. not in the text. But anyhow, listen, yeah, what no, I'm no, trying no, to say, what saying. I'm trying to say, a lot of people believe Paul wasn't even saved when he went through all that stuff. But Paul was saved. Yes, yes. Because, you know, I mean, any believer that is truly born again and truly saved is going to go through things. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you got Christians today, man. They, they. A lot of them don't understand the message of the cross. They have no idea what the message of the cross is. The cross of Christ is everything to the believer. Yep. That That is everything. Without the cross of Christ, a Christian does not have no hope and no power. Mm. That's where everything comes from is from the cross of Christ. You know, that's what Paul preached about, I believe, mostly when he went to the Gentiles and he went to the Jews and he went to the, all these different people. He preached about the cross of Christ. Cross, uh, Christ crucified. You know, that's where our powers come from. That, that's power to the Christian. And I believe that's what uh, Paul was bringing across to the world, to where he preached. That's what he brought across, was mainly the cross and the crucified Christ. That's what he talked about mostly. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and take our break tonight. You will be right back in a few moments, so stay tuned. Hi everyone, my name is Anthony James Hayes. You probably know me from Best from Brothers to Searching, and I'm so honored today that you meet me here. I want to talk about a little bit about my book. The first one I wrote was Journey of the Christians, From Dead Works to Living Faith, my very first book. It's about the story about me, pretty much going through things and how I overcome by the Word of God. And here is The New Kingdom with Liberty Man and Evil Stone. That's my second best book so far. And I want to take a little time to tell you about my second book, mostly. The first one is about some children. They go to, like, an adventure. They go to see a new kingdom. The future, I guess you can say, of God and how he's going to restore the kingdom to Garden of Eden conditions. And they fight good and evil and light and darkness. So I encourage you to actually get these books. They're available on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And then my second story, Liberty Man, a man who fights for freedom. And he takes off the chains of tyranny, of the kings of tyranny, off of him. So he finally gets free, and I hope you find out his journey and how he got free and so on. And then my third book, The Evil Stone, a man who actually turned to the devil, or he sold his soul to the devil for a powerful magic stone. And he had the promise of ruling the world. So I hope you enjoy these books. They're available. 
and they're family friendly and there's something you can learn with the word of God. They're parables that you can teach your children and your grandchildren about. So I encourage you today to go to these places and I hope you bless and you enjoy these books. Thank you. Welcome back everybody to the second segment of Brothers Just Searching. Uh, continue on with our conversation. We were talking about you know, Paul's being separated and going and finding this revelation. And um, we, we talked about the different approaches that the apostles took. Mm-hmm. And uh, LB, doing his research in the middle of our, our break, went ahead and told us, a, a, had a good um, good example with the dates and stuff. First off, the apostles, um, the original 12, when they went ahead and spoke, the cross was pretty fresh in their mind. Mm. That's why they talked about the resurrection. Hey, y'all seen him die, but guess what? He's alive. Mm. The Gentiles, however, when Paul went out to talk to the Gentiles, he put more emphasis on the crucifixion because of where he was at. Oh, when you mentioned it in the break, nobody knew about the crucifixion. Nobody knew about, about, about Christ's death and burial. Paul came out with a whole new whole new area a whole new doctrine to them it was it was fresh in their mind it's like wow this is a new doctrine because they didn't know that because they only seen the romans kill people for certain crimes or something mm. that's why they didn't know until paul got there right. and shared with them they, I, I think a lot of the people back then still had a hard time believing what paul was saying oh i, I agree i, I, yeah. I have a I because if you look at the preaching he did and you, you read some of the preachings in certain places, they, they, a lot of people didn't follow him. A lot of people walked away from it. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they, well, you just, remember, they, they remember certain people when they heard the gospel, they rocked them to sleep. I mean, stoned them to death. <laughs> 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 right. They knocked a few normal marbles yeah. in there. But uh, I, I tell you what, I admire Paul. I really do. I admire yeah. Paul because yeah. Paul is the one that brought the gospel and the message of the cross to us. Yeah, we were the Gentiles. You, you see, Apostle Paul. This is why I, I like to look at Apostle Paul. You know how like it was. You know, you never saw people swimming like they they in the top of the water. They on their 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 boards or they're just swimming. They're just on top. Paul goes deep. Yeah, Paul. He's a scuba diver. He like he, he goes, really yeah. goes deep. And you know, I felt like with the message of the cross, he really digged. He yeah. really searched. Yeah. And and I think God showed a whole new world whole to new him. World to him. Yeah, that's and right. I think that's what. To me, well, let's, let's, let's dive at. into his his revelation, though, because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people say that was silent years. But Paul really brought out what he was taught in them silence. I, I honestly believe there might be people that might disagree with me on that. But I honestly think from the time he got to Tarsus to when Barnabas went back and said, hey, Paul, God's saying it's time for you to come back and to preach in Acts chapter 11. Mm-hmm. I feel that that was the time that he got the revelation mm-hmm. of the message of Christ and crucified. Mm-hmm. Why do I say that? Well, there's a few things that I tie this into and scripture usually backs up scripture. Well, you always backs up scripture. Sure. Sure. And I get this from Romans seven. When Paul was struggling with law and grace, I feel Paul went back into that, that state of, all right, I am a Christian. Remember the brother said, you got to go. So he went by himself being a master of the law went back to what he knew. Mm-hmm. Remember, the, a lot mm-hmm. of people, look, we have, we have the benefit of having a Bible. Right. I tell you that all the time. We have a benefit of, of God, having God's word to when we get saved, mm-hmm. we can read Paul's writings. We can read what Jesus the done. The only Bible they had was the Old Testament. It was the Old Testament. And Paul had to go ahead 
and he was remembering all the stuff that he had to do in the law, and that's why he was put under bondage. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason I say I believe this was Paul coming to this revelation at this time. If you believe Romans six, seven, and eight is a recap of when he was when he got this message. Mm-hmm. Romans seven verses twenty-four. Oh wretched! Well, let me start off in verse twenty-one. I find then a law that is evil and present with me. The one who wills to do good for I delight in the law of God according to the inward man saying I I was trying to do it on my own for I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bearing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members saying I was trying to fulfill the law but because I was trying to fulfill the law it put me under bondage that I would fail and when I fell I would fall into condemnation Mm. then listen to what Paul says and we brought this out if you want to go listen uh, to our series the struggle between law and grace. I think we did nine episodes right. on Romans 6, 7, and 8. Great, great study that we did. One of my favorites. Verse 24. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with my mind, I made myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. In his mind, he was a Christian. Mm-hmm. But in his but in his heart he was trying to fill the law and it was it was leading him to sin. Mm-hmm. Paul got a revelation. That's when he goes there is therefore now no combination. He brings he breaks down the message. Let's go to Galatians, um, uh, chapter one, and we know that the Galatians church they were having issues with some false doctrine teachers bringing in another gospel saying look you got to fulfill the law mm-hmm. you got to you got to keep the law be circumcised right, be right, saved right and also paul ain't really an apostle because oh yeah because yeah. we get that now a lot of people say well uh well you're not a preacher you're not because some people believe the office of apostles going away with mm-hmm. and they say well the the office because uh the office of apostles is only the people that saw jesus mm-hmm. okay you have a valid point right there but that they those officers are still in effect in my right, own opinion right. it's it just the only they, thing is they can't add to scripture or come against scripture. right so so but paul paul they were challenging paul's apostleship right right and paul told them in uh galatians chapter one verse six i marvel that you're so removed from him who called you into the grace of christ unto another gospel which is not another but there are some who trouble you and would prevent the gospel of g of christ saying look there's no other good news and then Paul goes ahead and says this in verse 11 later on when he talks about his revelation. Mm-hmm. He says, but I, I, I clarify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of men, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. For you have heard my confession in times past in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church uh, and wasted it and profit in the Jews' religion above many my equals in my own nation, but more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my father. Paul, in the book of Galatians, goes ahead and ties in his testimony and say, look, I what I got, I learned while I was in that state before going back to Jerusalem. Mm. So it, it ties in to Galatians 1 and 2, Romans 6, 7, and 8, and also Acts 9 through 11. So this is what was Paul's message. Paul realized in the Revelation that you could not, 
You could not go ahead and have peace. Mm-hmm. You could not have you could not have victor- victory over sin unless you put your faith and mm-hmm. you trust in the sole sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross on Mount Calvary. That mm-hmm. is the revelation of Jesus Christ and him crucified. That is the message of the cross right there. Well, this is the thing I think Paul made people realize. You see, the Judaizers were coming in. They were like, yeah, Paul, I'm pretty sure they probably said like a lot of people do today. Yes, Paul's right. You know, you do got to put your faith in Jesus. I mean, he's right to a certain extent. He is right because the false religion would never come out and complete. I learned that from talking to people. Oh, yeah. False religion won't come out and say, you're 100% wrong. They'll say, well, yeah, he's right. But, you know, Paul's a good man or, or... or Paul got some things right, but I think Paul, yes, the cross is good for salvation, but I think you have to add more works, or I think you should add more. You see, this is what false religion does. You know, like, for example, I was talking to somebody in this certain religion. They believe in the Lord's Supper. I mean, they believe that's, like, their salvation because they think they mix Christ with it. Oh, it's fine. It's okay. And really, what they're doing is, I say, yeah, Christ, yeah, they are, because you putting, yeah, even you adding Christ to it, you're adding still now another salvation, because you still trusting Christ and that ceremony to save you. But and this is what they were doing. This is why we disagree so much with the with Roman Catholicism. Yeah, because they believe because Roman Catholicism will tell you, Mm -hmm. listen, Mm -hmm. you're saved by putting your faith and trust in Christ. But you have to complete the sacraments. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. can't miss one mm-hmm. sacrament. Mm-hmm. You have to do mm-hmm. all the sacraments mm-hmm. to make it to heaven. So you got to do those. You got to put your work in it to be perfect. Uh-huh. And if you if right. you don't complete the sacraments, mm-hmm. then you got to go to a place called purgatory where you got to work off the, the yeah. sacraments you didn't do. Yeah. And then possibly you're going to go to heaven. Then you have, you have to have uh-huh. people praying for your sins. Uh-huh. So that's you're, you're trusting your Works relatives. Mm-hmm. That's all work-based they, gospel. It's and adding, that's adding to the word of God and adding to salvation and Paul made that clear you don't add through the Holy Spirit you don't add to the works of Christ because think about it if you know Paul makes that clear that he said Christ sent me not to baptize but to preach the gospel not with the wisdom of words unless the cross making the cross of Christ none effective so people don't realize when you add to salvation you know you add to the cross you're making the cross none effective you know, you're making the cross of the cross of Christ, you know, unpowerful, un, 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 you know, and that's what people don't realize in these false religion, Mormonism, Roman Catholicism, uh, Jehovah Witness, all these groups, Islam, all these groups, they're adding good works, they're adding to the cross, and you don't have to add to the cross, you know, and that's what Paul strongly tries to get the church and mostly Christians and people to realize you don't add to anything. You know, it's salvation. Yeah, and and that's 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 where Paul, Paul and Paul faced challenges with that. Mm-hmm. Paul says we we see the whole book of Galatians, mm-hmm. them doing that. They mm-hmm. went ahead and they fought mm-hmm. Paul in his apostleship. Yeah, and that that's how you know they're that, making the they cross to, not enough. And look, that goes mm-hmm. to another point too, Bo. And I, I don't know if you have anything. We're about to get to you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bo. And look like he's ready. Uh-huh. Um, 
Um, it, Paul had to fight that, that that the religious crowd. Right. Even Peter, we see in Galatians chapter two, where somewhat Peter mm-hmm. knew the message, but he was he was more worried about the outward appearance uh-huh. than the uh, than the message itself. And Paul, I think Peter got it. Paul and yeah, Peter Paul, did make yeah, it up. Yeah, I think. But Peter got it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's. False religion is going to do this. And uh-huh. I see this now. Look, you know how many people come against Brother Swaggart? Right. For right. preaching the message of Christ and him crucified? Oh, you know how yeah, many people yeah. come against him and say, well, well, there's more to that? It, it, no, the cross is, and that's what, the cross is enough. Well, Pastor Paul made it clear. He said, for us that are, he said, for the other people, it's, it, it's, it's, it's foolishness. But he said, to us that are saved is the power of God. Worldly people, yeah, they're like, what, what? What a man down on the tree, what that what that does for me or what or you know, or what's the whole point of a man down on a tree? But also for worldly people, it is a stumbling block too. Cause you think about it, they're trying to add works. Do you know if you if you're trying to add to the cross or you're thinking you know, if you do a poll right now, if you ask if you go to certain groups who belong to a certain denomination, they ask you, Are you saved? You know the first thing they'll probably tell you? Oh, I'm Presbyterian. I'm mm-hmm. Catholic. I'm Buddhist, or I'm Jehovah's Witness, or they, 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 you know, there's nothing wrong going to church. I mean, you should go to church. I don't believe you should sit down and watch, have church at your house, or watch TV. Okay, but you know, but at the same time, you should go to church, the fellowship, and you know, be with people and be with the congregation. But at the same time, because you walk, some people think because I walk to a door of a certain church, or because I am religious or did some religious duties, I'm saved. And Paul's making that clear. No, you're not saved because you walk. In other words, you don't walk through a church building or your denomination. You know, I heard one preacher say this, and he's right. He said, you know what? I've been in church all my life. He says, I wasn't saved until I found right. out the message of the cross. He said, then I got saved. So, you know, because you belong to a denomination, or you, it don't mean that you're saved. No. You know, or you do certain audience that you're saved. You're adding to the cross when you think. Yeah, Things and, like, and like, like I said, that, that look, it took Paul eight years yeah. to go ahead and to find that out. Did, did, did you took, think there was days he was maybe frustrated? Oh, absolutely. It says I it mean, in Romans yeah, 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you think, like, I was hearing, uh, was it Brother Swagger, uh, his, his, one of his videos, he said he got frustrated when he was searching the message of the cross. Well, he, Romans, Romans, he wanted to quit. Romans, Romans mm-hmm. 7, 13 to 25 mm-hmm. says it. Like mm-hmm. I remember teaching that at, at church one mm-hmm. Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. I said, this was a man that was frustrated. He, I, mm-hmm. I want to do what God called me to do. Mm-hmm. I want to do what, what God God wants and live a holy life but man I'm trying to do it and I can't do it because sin's overtaking because he was trying to do it on his own mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. look I, I, brother Daniel gave that testimony but when you remember that he gave his testimony yesterday he said when he had the message of the cross he got it in Walmart mm-hmm. and he revealed he said I got it I got it, yeah. it, it, yeah. it it's like can you imagine Paul's excitement when he said I got the revelation of Jesus right. I got it well this is the thing Paul like you said Paul was trying to use what he knew he was he's like a lot of people when like when it comes to justification by faith you know that is great I mean you believe on Christ and you're saved but I was hearing on the radio today Brother Swaggerton was talking on the message of the cross in there he's right he said yes when we came to justification we had it right you believed on Christ you're saved you, you trust in Jesus not in good works for your salvation you're going to heaven you trust in Jesus but he said but for sanctification he said we were taught you go right to the Holy Spirit 
for sanctification. He says, you, have, you got to go to the cross. Then that opens the door for the Holy Spirit and the promises of God to give you victory. Well, and, and see, that's the thing, you know? too. A lot of people, because... So you Paul know, you had brought, to learn that. You brought yeah. out the Holy Spirit there, and that's a lot. And I, the best way that, that I, I heard uh, said mm-hmm. was Tony Evans. Tony mm-hmm. Evans said, you know, every believer gets filled with the Spirit when they get right. saved. They get, right. they get baptized in the Spirit because they're renewed in life. This comes mm-hmm. from Romans 6. Uh, I believe Ephesians bring this out. But being baptized in the Holy Spirit or being or having the power of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. that's a totally different different uh, experience right there. And a lot of people don't don't get that. A mm-hmm. lot of people don't understand the, the operation of the Holy Spirit. Boogie, you're right. Sanctification, mm-hmm. people go, oh, we got to go to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is going to sanctify us. No, you put your faith and trust in Christ. And the, that through that, that's the, that's the key to a lot of I was thinking uh, about that, yeah. a lot of freedoms in your life. A it, lot it's of the believers, key that unlocks the door. Christ correct. is the key that unlocks Christ the door. Christ is the key that unlocks the door. Mm-hmm. And when you when you get filled with the Holy Spirit or when you have the power of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit coming, mm-hmm. that gives you the power to live a victorious life mm-hmm. through what Christ did on the cross. And then when you look forward, I was talking to somebody at church the other day and she got it right away i said you know i was telling about you know the, the cross and the holy spirit and i said also when a christian is stronger in their faith when they know that hey i got something to look forward to i got a, a heaven and a kingdom that's coming you know when god's gonna remake the earth and he's like she got it right away she said yeah to look forward to i said yeah so when you got all those three you know working together you know that's what helps you out and i think paul was discouraged Paul was trying to go through the law. He was trying to do other things to, so he don't sin. And he found out he was getting worse and worse. Or he, the because, things he was dealing with, see, a, lot people, a lot of people didn't realize what the law mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. The law showed you what sin it was, was a mirror. and that you mm-hmm. could not overcome it. It had no power in itself to. It could show you the problem, but it had no problem. To, it had. It couldn't fix the problem. It showed you what you needed to do, but it couldn't help you. And so that's when the cross stepped in because, you know, the law could not help you. Like like, like that, I know it's kind of cartoonish or comical, but I said the mirror don't have a hand and an arm and it can't f- brush your teeth for you or can fix your hair. You got to do it yourself, you know. So it's the same thing with the uh, with the law. You know, it showed you your problem, but it couldn't fix it. So that's why. And then you couldn't do it yourself. So you had to go to the cross to do it. Right. You know, Bowen, you, I know yeah. you got some, uh, you, you read yeah, all kinds yeah, of yeah, stuff. You got some yeah, right there? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like a volcano. You know, you're building up. You you see, know? Y'all, y'all are talking right there, and I'm listening to what y'all are talking about. Yeah, is it good? I'm just looking for scripture to write oh, okay. it up. Okay, is it good? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I, I'm going to read some scriptures to y'all that, that lines up pretty much with what y'all are talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, in chapter 8 of the book of Romans, Paul wrote this. Mm-hmm. And and you know if we live that kind of life mm-hmm. according to these scriptures, mm-hmm. we can live a victorious life. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. listen to this. I'm Don't let sin have dominion watch, over you. Watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Therefore, uh, uh, there is therefore no condemnation to do, to them who are in Christ, Christ Jesus, Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but, but after, after the, the spirit. spirit. But mm-hmm. we're gonna go further than that because there's there's a lot more that goes with that. Listen to this. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. That, that's, that's periodically, that's what happened. For what the law could not do in, in that it was weak through the flesh. God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. When Jesus died on the cross... He condemned sin in the flesh. Right. He condemned everything in the flesh. 
But listen to this. That righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Righteousness. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, when, when, when we were living in the world, we, we probably lived by the law of right. God. That's yeah. how we lived, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We lived by the law of God. Mm-hmm. But when we came to Jesus and we accepted Christ as our Lord and our Savior, mm-hmm. He fulfilled the law for us. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So watch this. For a day or after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but day that after the Spirit the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So, the carnal mind of, a, of any human being, any, any, any believer, even a believer, a carnal mind is intimate against God. Mm. Okay? It's, it's, it's an enemy against God. The carnal mind will never figure out anything when it comes down to the word of God. Mm. But if you walk after the Spirit of God, if you walk after the Holy Spirit, mm. and you follow the Spirit, then you're going to fulfill the, the will of God in your life, and you're going to come to an understanding of what the Word of God's talking about. Mm. Where, where am I at? Oh, okay. <laughs> because the carnal mind is in, 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 enemy against God. The carnal mind is an enemy against God. For it has... Not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But he, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is not none of his. So if the Spirit of God does not dwell in any person, even anybody, if the Spirit of God does not live in a person, he is not a Christ. Mm. He's not God's child. Okay? Mm. He's considered a bastard is what he's considered. But I want to read something else. I got some other things I want to read. And and I was just listening to what y'all were saying. But chapter 10, I'm going to read something. Um, Well, I'm going to start with this, though. For they being ignorant of God in, in righteousness... And going about to establish their own righteousness. righteousness, Have not submitted themselves unto righteousness of God. Mm -hmm. For Christ is the end of the law. For righteousness to everyone that believe it. You heard that, huh? Mm, Everyone that believe it in Christ will Mm. receive the righteousness (laughs) of Christ. For Mm. Moses uh, describes... uh, uh, Moses uh, describes... The righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. So if you if you if you're gonna follow the law, if you're gonna live by the law, you're gonna do what the law says. You're gonna live by the law. But the Bible also says any man that lives by the law is gonna be judged by the law. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, But the righteousness which is of faith. Okay. Mm -hmm. Righteousness of faith. Uh, speak it on the this wise say not in thy heart shall ascend into heaven that it is to bring Christ down from above or who shall descend into into the deep that it is bring up Christ again again from the dead 
But what said it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Now Paul said that. Mm -hmm. The word mm -hmm. of faith which he was preaching. Mm -hmm. This is the word of faith. Mm -hmm. This book is the word of faith. Mm -hmm. This book brings faith into your heart. This book leads you to believe what God says. This book mm -hmm. leads you to believe what God can do. But listen to this though. This is what I was reading earlier. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and shall believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead you shall be saved. Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. There's no other way to be saved. Nope. There's no other way to be saved. You know, I, I believe this was Paul's vision. Mm -hmm. A lot of what we read in the book of Romans and, and book of Acts, a lot of that, that was Paul's vision. That's what he brought to the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that's what he brought to Rome and he went to Rome and preached at Rome. All of what we read in the book of Romans, and, and I really believe that and I heard Jimmy Swagger. It's not Romans, Galatians. Galatians too, yeah. But I, I heard Jimmy Swagger say that. He believes that the book of Romans, right here, this book, Mm-hmm. Has everything you need to know about Christ. Yep. And, and you know some. I agree you with know, you. And you know some. I was thinking about early. You remember when Apostle Paul said that to others is foolishness, talking about the cross, yeah. but to us is the power it's of the God. The power of God. I believe that's just me. I believe when he said that. Think about it. When it, 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 two two different views, people look at the cross like you said back then. They were like, "Oh, that's just a crucifixion." That that's kind of like you know how we look at the, uh, they don't do it no more. But uh uh uh. uh <sighs> When they kill criminals on that chair, yeah, uh, electric electric chair. chair. Yeah, they yeah. saw it more like they hey, saw it like that. Yeah, they yeah. saw it. Like, it's just a, a thing to it's kill criminals. It's another criminal that we're killing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it were, it's just a torturing device. Right. So it's kind of. But right. Paul said it to people. It's a torturing device to people. They look at it as a defense. Or some people's like, we don't want to look at the cross because it reminds us of our sin, and that's why it's also another stumbling. Right. And another thing too, when he said it's the power of God, this is what I believe. I believe that. What Paul was saying, when people saw it as like, oh, wow, is it eternal life? If I put my faith in this, it's like pretty much looking at a map and letting you know where there's a treasure at. They saw it more like, hey, this cross is a map and it's going to lead me to eternal life. and It's going to lead me to the next kingdom that's <laughs> coming. So, you know, it gave them that hope. They looked at it in a whole different perspective. Then they looked at him more like he's a horse, a torture. I'm going to ask you and Isaac each a question, but yeah. I can almost answer that question myself because mm -hmm. that's the way I look at it. I don't know mm -hmm. if y'all look at it the mm -hmm. same way I do. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think the cross of Christ and what he did at Calvary's cross is looked at the way it should be looked at today. In the right. It's not. Right. Right. It's not. No, no. Okay. Uh, a lot of people today, especially in the modern church, you know, the church today, a lot, a lot of the people look at the cross as dead. And they think that right. oh that cross is just dead. Well, let me tell you something. Well, they, had one, they, had, they had one I, preacher I, that right. said it was not even uh it was not victory. Right, right. But yeah, I, I'm gonna share something. Yeah. I'm gonna share something tonight, mm -hmm. and, and I'm gonna be blunt. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be blunt about this because you know I I, re, I do a lot of reading and 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 God shows me things sometimes. He opens up things to me. Mm -hmm. If 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 Jesus is dead on the cross, wouldn't wouldn't have happened? Oh, Lord. today mm -hmm. if that wouldn't have happened. We'd all be in hell today. Yeah. That's what yeah, we'd have to look right. forward to. Okay? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the public know. If you think the cross of Christ is a place of debt and mm -hmm. it, don't, it don't mean nothing, well, I'm going to tell you what. 
you can spend eternity in hell mm -hmm. and burn forever and never have a way out. Mm, because mm. if you believe that, that's where you're going to go. Well, and that's the choice you've made. Mm, you know? Mm. So if you don't want to burn in hell, I think I changed the way I think about the cross of Christ and, and start start studying and, and see and, what he and did this, for you. This is, this is the debate that we do get. And you know what? I'm, if it's all right with you guys, let's talk about that next week. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of well, Christ. We need to. Okay. We need because, to. Because a lot of people, and we mentioned the cross tonight, uh, and we've had this debate... I had it a number of times where you have a, you have believers that would say, well, hold on. You're always talking about the cross, but salvation is found in the resurrection. That That and, is a good and, thing. And that, that right there, look, the resurrection has its point. But, both on your point right there, a lot of people say, well, you're talking about the cross, and Boogie ties into your point as well. Mm -hmm. It's death and stuff, but the resurrection is life. Mm -hmm. The resurrection signified what happened at the cross was enough. It, it was just like if someone was, paid a bill right. and the, uh, the papers are Because yes, a lot of people, like, yeah. like I said, a lot mm -hmm. of people don't look at that, but when, when mm -hmm. Christ went to Golgotha mm -hmm. and he died for our sins. Mm -hmm. He just didn't defeat Satan there. He defeated three enemies. Yeah. Devil, hell, and the grave. And the grave. Mm -hmm. And you remember Christ. growing up, LB, you probably but, remember that too. That phrase was like, we have to preach I, Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. That, that, uh, hey, he defeated Satan, hell, you, and the grave. You, you said that you, is that is a point right there. The but, the, the resurrection signified the, the 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 him defeating hell signified that what he did at the cross when he said it is finished mm -hmm. it was done uh, uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, the thing is what do we fight mm -hmm. the world the flesh and the devil yep. that's what we fighting as believers how do you fight that mm -hmm. how do you fight the world the you flesh and the devil in Christ and how the do alone? you fight that how do you have victory over that it's by putting your faith mm -hmm. in what Christ did at Calvary's cross and mm -hmm. that's the only way you're gonna overcome mm -hmm. that. Is to put your faith in what Jesus did at Calvary's cross and leave it there and let the Spirit of God guide you and lead you. And only mm -hmm. the Spirit of God and can do going that. Going back to our point earlier, Boog, you said it right. Mm -hmm. And we'll, and I believe that Christ's death was the key. Was yes. the key. If you look at the cross, the cross mm -hmm. was the key. It laid. It, 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 it laid. Like, we all have done this before. Boy, I know you did concrete oh, work. I did oh, concrete yeah. book. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think you did some concrete work as that well. That laid the foundation. Yeah. You cannot mm -hmm. have. Look, you have to put rods in it, but when you lay that solid foundation. That's right. The, the That's Old right. Testament and the law was yeah. the, the rods, the, was rods, the boards, boards, and all that. And all but that. when the cement is laid down, that's the foundation. That's the foundation right and there. And then you start building up there on And that's what that. the cross was. The cross was the key. The cross was the cement to start our foundation to work our way. What the heaven. Bible says, if you build up on this rock, yeah, I will build the rain, church. the rain, the sea, mm. the storm will not come against that's you. That's the Amen. word of will not, the not. So that's what we're going to talk about next week. It's funny how this topic yeah, has led to another topic. Into another topic. You yeah, see? Yeah, it's yeah, the uh -huh. second week in a row it done that. Yeah, next week, we're gonna, let's discuss that because yes, I think a lot of people, because yes. we talked about this revelation that Paul Paul has, and this is the revelation that every Christian should be 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 revealed to. But you have to you have to you have to realize at the cross, the cross was the key for him to defeat Satan, hell, and the grave. And I'm probably gonna mention it again next week. But Boogie, I don't agree everything with the passion of the Christ. But you remember that part when Christ said it was finished, mm -hmm. and Christ was in the uh, the devil was in the center of the earth screaming at the yeah, top of his yeah, lungs. I, I that like one that part. point I do like I because do agree I with. think that's mm -hmm. what I, when Christ said it was finished, the devil knew I am I, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. I'm cooked. I'm fried. I'm baked. Everything. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that and was he knew where his destination yeah. was. And but that, with that, with that, that being me, um, said, that's gonna that's I, gonna wrap us up for the I night. I want to pray our way out of here. Sure. How about that? Yes. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Jesus, Lord God, and I thank you for the message tonight. I thank you for your word. I thank you for what was said. And I pray, Lord God, that every word that was spoken 
will go forth and prick hearts and that people will turn to your son Jesus for salvation. And Lord God, I ask you to touch hearts tonight. And I thank you for the podcast. I thank you for the brothers that I have with me tonight. And I thank you for all the brothers and sisters that I have a part in my life, Lord God. Mm-hmm. And I give you reverence. I thank you for your mercy and grace. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So with that being said, we will be back next week. Unless the Lord comes back. And then all those who are left behind, they can watch all films. Yeah, they they <laughs> You're free to watch all of them. Download them, them everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they keep them on YouTube, yeah. you know, at the time. <laughs> yeah. YouTube might not be around. <laughs> or they might take everything off. Man, can you imagine that, man? Just uh, hearing crap. that horn and you're like, it's time. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they, they might hey, take let it me, out. Hey, let, let me ask you a question, okay? Mm-hmm. Am I, and, and, and I thought about this. Is it only the believers that are going to hear the horn, or is it the whole world? Um, I heard it's <laughs> When it happens, I'll let you know. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, asking yeah. a question. I, I, yeah. I, I, I heard it's just the believers. I think that's it's going to be heard. just the believers. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's going to be another topic for you. Yeah, day. yeah, that will be another Write it down, Bo. Yeah, so with that being <laughs> said, until next week, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is king, and he's coming back, and he's coming back real soon, as we just talked about. Uh, so don't be fade of heart, because Jesus has overcome the world. But if you want to know our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, Email us at brother just searching podcast at gmail.com. We'll tell you how to make Jesus your savior and heaven your home. And you can be part of our family and live for Jesus with live with Jesus with us in heaven. So until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. You have a good one until next week.